Hello, good morning. Hi. It is now another, it's Monday morning, so it's Martin Monday. Monday, and it's a cold and wet one. The fire is starting to come on in the background. Yeah, we had a full-on storm last night, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, That's one we've had for a while. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So this is episode 76. It is. We're not far off the three-month mark. No, we're not. Yeah, in 90 days. Not yet, Ken. Hello. <laughs> you I told you, I'm not very good in the morning. No. <laughs> we were just debating our morning, evening thing that we've spoken about on other episodes, and... I might go back to being a night owl. Yeah, you might. <laughs> I'm a bit dopey in the morning. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about this morning? Well, we're talking about funnels. Um, not the washing up kind, um, the marketing kind. Um, because episode uh, 56, we talked about... I've done my homework. Today. I was going to say, I was, <laughs> was quite impressive. How to get your emails opened. Right. And episode 62 was tips on building your email list. Right. So it's just kind of following on from there. I'm going to do some more in this kind of series, as it were, like follow up and stuff like that. So um, funnels, um, for those of you that, that may not have heard the term before. Well, it's a bit abstract, isn't it? Marketing for people funnels, that, yeah. Yeah, people that aren't used to marketing speak. Yeah, exactly. So funnels are the way that you get people in, it can be into your list. It can be the way you get people to buy a product. It can be getting people to sign up for, um, you know, a consultation with you or something like that. So it's, a, it's the way that you funnel people through uh, whatever journey you want them to take in your business. Yeah, it's the process prior to sale. Yeah. So um, historically, or most people that aren't necessarily, and we were the same, by the way, before we got became marketing nerds, um, we... We just thought sales was just, oh, you just go around, you just talk to a load of people, you put some ads in stuff, and then people inquire and you talk to them and then, they, and then you make a sale. And, and, it, and we literally thought about marketing and sales in that way. Mm. Like, in fact, back in the day, um, we, we would hand cut out our business cards mm. at home after printing them off our little... Get out staples. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and And print off our leaflets from our little jet printer that we had by our computer at home and um obviously uh, this is pre social media marketing yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff and the idea being that you just give them out and then hopefully someone will ping you an email or pick up the phone and they might ask for your services and you sell and it wasn't until we really started to learn about marketing that we realized that there's there's many steps that you should take before you even have a conversation with someone about selling to them yeah and and in fact you can educate somebody around your product or service in quite a detailed way where they become really strong advocates of your product or service before you even talk to them Mm -hmm. before you even have the sales conversation and a good example of that is is the car industry Mm -hmm. that often when they've got a new model coming out they will often have a lot of press and a lot of detail about the product way before the actual car gets released. Apple, for example, with their phones. Stuff comes out way before their product gets released. You might think, oh, that's just a load of publishing stuff. But it's not. What they're doing is they're creating content that engages an audience that then start going down the investigative route to then become fans so when Apple or these car companies or whatever then go, okay, do you want to buy? That customer's done 90% of the journey already. They've yeah. got no questions to ask. They've, they've done that's, yeah, I mean, that's a type of funnel. That's that's like a launch funnel that you're... Cause yeah. There's, there's, okay, yeah. Well, there's so many different ways of doing it. Um, you know, mm. you, you can have a very simple funnel where you're you're literally just getting people onto your email list. Yeah. Um, or you can have a ridiculously complex funnel, um, which the likes of Tesla and Apple and people like that do. Where... What would you say an email list, though, is... Um getting somebody on your email list. Like, there's no point in getting somebody just on your email list. But like, I see email lists as further up the funnel. It completely depends what you do. If you're, if you're a blog writer and you just uh, want people to subscribe to your, to you and come and read your blogs all the time, oh, um, you're just going to be getting them on your list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it depends what you sell, what you do. If, you're a, if you've got, like, a high-end um, service business, you're, like, a consultant or, or a coach or something like that, yeah. you're just going to be selling them in about you at a, at a, at a you know, like a free half an hour consultancy on the phone or something might be your yeah. funnel um, before you be- they become a regular client. So th- there's loads of ways of doing it, and I'll go through some of them. But yeah, um, but yeah they're, they're very, very powerful. What, what you don't want to do, what is the opposite to a funnel, 
is just um, putting ads out there on social media or, or Google ads or whatever, or a leaflet, whatever it is that you, you do to get people to you. And you just chuck them at your website and then you cross your fingers and you hope that somebody might call the number on your website or fill in the contact form or if you've got a few more sophisticated things like pop-ups or whatever, fill those in. But you're just kind of hoping and praying. Yeah, and are. there are measuring things for websites. You know, you can see what people are doing, but it's still very ineffective because you're giving them free reign to find their way around you and you're hoping that they're going to get to the right stuff, basically. Yeah. Whereas when you're, when you're creating a funnel, you're creating it very specifically. You know, you're, you're, you're guiding them what you want them to do. There's uh, the best kind of um, landing pages, which I'll come to in a, in a second, is the, which is the second stage of the funnel. The first is getting people to your funnel and then the, the first uh, stage once they get there is the landing page but the best landing pages are, are really specific there's just one thing that people can do that's it yeah they can't do anything else so they're either going to do that thing or leave yeah um and and that's uh, and it can be a little bit scary to go to be that kind of black and white with it because you're just like oh no maybe i should put this in there and there but they're the most effective and they give you the most um kind of feedback on whether that offer is right you might tweak it which is called split testing so you'll tweak the offer slightly or you'll change the colors of the page or whatever does that page work better yeah so i suppose the thing with funnels the thing to understand with marketing funnels and why if you're in business and you're trying to sell a product service you need to be aware of it is what it teaches you is everybody you speak to is not a buy now customer. Mm. Right? Every, that's, but the problem is in business, because we're in love with our product or service, we think that everybody sees our product or service is a buy now customer. Yeah. That we just need to tell them more. Yeah. You know, We just need to persuade them more. And it's like, no, that's not the case. It's a very small percentage of everybody that sees or hears about your business. I mean, a tiny, tiny percentage is actually a buy now customer. A vast majority of the people that see it are either not interested, need to know more, or are, but um, they're kind of weighing you up against yeah, a load exactly. of other things. Yeah. So, so the problem is, you if you're mark if you're doing marketing right, you need to be speaking to lots of people lots of the time, and you can't split yourself up into hundreds of different places. Yeah. So, understanding how to build and what types of funnels are and everything else will help mitigate those issues of time and wasting your time basically. yeah and, and, and uh, as we've said before a confused customer never buys and if you give someone too much um sorry i'm just laughing because my cat just nearly fell off the yeah. side of her. she's trying to pretend that it didn't happen it's <laughs> quite funny sorry <laughs> um yeah a confused customer never buys and it's so tempting to throw all you do out there and I'm really guilty of that because we've always done multiple things. Uh, like we, even within one business, we have yeah. lots of different things. And I'm always like, oh, if you know, if you don't like this, then maybe you'd like this. Or, oh, and by the way, we also do that. And you just end up overwhelming people. And I was actually in a, a fantastic club, clubhouse group last night, which was all about pitching to journalists. We, uh, Kate is obsessed with clubhouse oh, yeah. now. But um, and um, and it was brilliant, but the, but the journalists were saying exactly the same thing. Like, if you're going to send a journalist an email to tell them about you or your product or whatever it is, tell them one thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that might resonate with them. You know, do your research or whatever it is that you're trying to pitch. Don't say, oh, I do this and this and this and this and this, because they're just like, oh, too much. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, because you're, it's, as a business owner, it's very, one, you want to add as much value as possible. And sometimes you think that adding value is adding things, and it's not. A lot of the time, sometimes adding value is just adding clarity around what you're actually trying to say to them. And um, and also you have a professional, detailed understanding of what your product and service does that's on a way higher level than your customer ever needs to know. Mm -hmm. So, and we've been guilty of that, where we've taken poor customers down a really deep rabbit hole yeah. about product detail and features and all of these kind of stuff when fundamentally they only want the basic bits yeah, yeah. and to know that you can deliver it at a good level. Um, so yeah, so the great thing about having some understanding of the concept of a marketing funnel is that you get to analyze engagement to what you're putting out there and how, and when to tweak it and when people are positively reacting or negatively reacting. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're constantly reacting, dealing with people on a one-to-one -one and just in sales mode all the time, you're it's deflating when you don't mm. get the sales all the yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah. suddenly you're 
you're no longer being analytical about your processes, you're being emotional yeah. about your processes. Well, that's one of the things that's brilliant about funnels is it's because it's just automated. It's not you yeah. selling and getting emotionally connected to it. It's, it's there, it does its thing. Yeah, you'll tweak it or whatever, but it's it's just doing it without you kind of worrying about it. So you're not going to get, oh, somebody clicked on it and get really emotionally involved in it, which, but you, which you do with your website a bit more. You do, but it's a hard thing to grasp, So especially in small business, because... And anyone listening to watching this is probably thinking, Jesus Christ, just tell me what a funnel is, because we've just spent the last God knows how many minutes. But I just want to just, if you if you get to the end of this episode and you're still kind of thinking, I kind of get it, but it feels a bit abstract. Um, it's, it is, when you're in small small business or startup, hard to grasp like the importance of it. And we have the same struggles with our franchisees, especially when they start in business and they're, um, and they start with us as franchisees and we build the sales funnels for them, the email marketing channels for them and we teach them about open rates and mm-hmm. and conversion rates and all this kind of stuff and when they should be calling and what and letting the system do the donkey work. Yeah. We There's always the question um, where, oh, can I just not do automation or yeah. funnels? Can I just, every time someone inquires or anything, can I deal with it all? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, you can, but your scalability is going to be vastly reduced, and you're um, and you're always going to be emotionally attached to every single com- conversation. Yeah, and it's way better to to respond to the positives and negatives to the system and tweak that than it is to oh, I need to be in a happy place to make some sales today. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's a really hard thing to communicate because you're right what you said earlier about. It's quite a brave thing to have to do. It feels counterintuitive, it does to, feel counterintuitive to put yeah. a system or a process in yeah. place to when you could just pick up the phone. Or you and could I think just... it's harder when you're a service business as well because yeah. you're used to that human element. And that's not to say you, you have to remove the human element. It's just it might come in at a later stage or it's a more... Um, calculated is the wrong word but it's a more um, you know, it's defined by the system as to what point you're going to speak to those people. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. The communication process, though, the copywriting and all of that stuff, yeah, can still all be you. Yeah, absolutely. It just yeah. as in you've written the content that automatically goes out to those individuals when they take certain steps, but it doesn't necessarily. But you shouldn't be there constantly typing the same email that you've yeah. written out a million yeah, times yeah, before, yeah. right? Intentional. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. It's, it's like the journey you're taking someone on is in, is intentional. Yeah. And, and so that they talk to you at the time that you want, it is going to be most beneficial for both of you, really. Yeah. You. So before you go into the steps of funnels, I'll say one last thing on it, and that is you've got to approach your business as a business owner and not as a job. And I think that's that's the fundamental difference I see in small business owners who actively use marketing strategies and funnels and those that do everything themselves right from the front end. They It's a job to, the, to those people that do everything all the time. They've got to have their hands on. But if you're a business owner, your responsibility of that business is to build systems and people. Mm. That's... That's what a business is. It's a collective of systems and people that deliver a, a particular product or service yeah. and that you can scale by by making... A machine's the wrong way to word it, I well, think. Well, no, I but... think you're right in a way because there's a, there's a podcast I listen to called Podcast Business School and his tagline is... I'm going to get it slightly wrong now, but something along the lines of love your podcast like a hobby but but use it as a business or run Mm -hmm. it like a business or something like that and I think that applies to all small business because so many people are you know front and center of their business and they love what they do they're very passionate about it that sometimes it can feel um dispassionate and kind of clinical to bring in all these systems and processes but that's the business side yeah you know that's how it's gonna grow and keep making you money and keep you doing it you enjoying what you're doing you know yeah Um, the way, reaching more people. Yeah, the way to think about it is just on a very basic level, right? Is is let's say that your business involves a an A4 piece of paper, and on the top right hand corner of that A piece A4 piece of paper, there's a sign of some form on the top right hand corner, right? Now you have a choice. You can sit there on every one of those and draw, hand draw that sign, or you can get a stamp that does exactly the same <laughs> yeah. thing and goes ka-ching, done. Right, the the output's exactly the same. 
right, in terms of from the customer journey, customer experience. They pick up that piece of A4 and they go, nice little logo in the corner. That's it, right? So and you might be thinking, well, yeah, of course, I wouldn't hand right. It's, it's fine when I've got one to five customers a week or whatever it is, but if I have 100, I don't want to sit there drawing out everything else. I can guarantee you some people would. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But the reality is if you've got 100 of those little drawings to do in the corner of that A4 in a week, some are going to be a bit off, some are going to be a bit crap, some yeah. are going to be great. You know, it's going to be inconsistent, right? So, so at that point, you think, well... Jesus Christ, I need this stamp thing that comes in and just does it for me because at least then it might not be like my version of great is 100% and it might do it at 99% or 98%. It's not quite 100. But what it does is it, it does it 98% of the time, all the time. Every time yeah. Whereas I do it 100% of the time, 30% of the cases. <laughs> yeah. do you know, I get it 100% right, 30% of the cases. So, and that's what business systems are. That's yeah. what they do. They might... They, your automation or your marketing funnels or whatever your systems are in your business, they're not there so that you can sit on a beach no. and do nothing like you're like advertised on some like do my course and you'll have a multi-million pound business by the end of the year. Yeah, nonsense. while laying in a hammock. Yeah, what <laughs> business systems are there to do is there and funnels and all this kind of stuff are there to do is to ensure consistency of delivery, service delivery and product delivery for your customer, right? That's what... They might do only 90% of what you can do, but that's not the point. Mm. It's, they, they can do it 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's where you, as a business owner, have to reflect on, hang on a second, am I being... And go back on... We've got a podcast episode called Perfectionism. So go listen to that. And, and if there's anything in that that <coughs> resonates with you and you're going, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in that perfectionism piece. Yeah, yeah. You're limiting your own success by... Working from that paradigm. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So, <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox. You're <laughs> gonna have to do like a little graphic for your, you and your soapbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's gonna do it one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be a meme of Lee on his soapbox. Yeah, little short Lee on massive stalks. <laughs> little one. So, um, the stages of a funnel. Um, you may have heard of the term ADA in marketing speak, um, and they make up the the first kind of four stages of a funnel which is awareness, with the A, interest, which is I, desire, D, and action, which is A again, so ADA. So awareness is just getting people to your product, your, your page in the first place. So it, that could be social media paid advertising, it could just be social media posting yourself or your team, um, it could be Google traffic, it could be paid Google traffic, it could be leaflets, it could be a conversation you've had, in Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kate.Johnson in Clubhouse. Yes. If you want to find Kate on there, and she's absolutely... What time did you stop listening to that last night? Oh, about 10. But this morning, sorry, I just have to digress. There um, there was this morning when I uh, clicked onto it just to have a quick look, there was a, a Elon Musk was talking and there was like five and a half thousand people in this group with Elon Musk. Uh, but it was full, so I didn't know there was limits, but that must be limits. And then I scrolled down my, what they call it the hallway, which is like the, the feed mm. um, of the, the talks that are happening that you can get in. And there was all these Elon Musk overspills where people were just like, they must have been holding their phone up to a speaker or something so that he was talking through there. So there were just overspills. So there was like 40,000 people or so just listening to this Elon Musk talk. It was insane. And then there was these pre-Elon Musk parties and these post-Elon Musk That's parties. Nuts. And I was like, my God, the power of being Elon Musk is just yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, talking aside. Anyway, there's your attention. You see, your awareness. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so building awareness, but that's a whole topic in itself, getting traffic. Um, but that, that's the very first stage. Um, Sorry, can I just say something really random? I just realised how enormous this mug is. Right. So for those that are listening, I just took a big gulp of this mug and all I could see was a mug. I think anybody watching the video has just seen my whole face disappear behind this mug. This is enormous. Sorry, random. We are being a bit random this morning. Yeah, apologies. So, yeah, so we've had awareness and then interest. So that's... That's when you you get them. You know you've got them through whatever description I've just made to click to mm. go to your the start of your funnel. Um, so you've got these two points before they've even got there. Awareness yeah. and interest. Yes. Then desire is what you create at, at the start of the actual page, the, the funnel. So that's that's called a landing page. Sometimes it's referred to as a lead page. Um, so if you were looking at just to put it, so 
to put it into context, so if you were creating a um, like yeah, a bit a of dresser again. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't understand that, that I often use hairdressers for some reason as a reference point okay well let's do hairdressers so if you're a hairdresser and you were thinking okay I'm going to create a Facebook ad or a, or a Google AdWords ad the awareness piece would be the copywriting that you write in that ad it would be I am such and such yeah. and I do amazing haircuts yeah, yeah? the interest would be and we have a fantastic offer on at the moment, yeah. or we've just got this product in. So that would be the interest part. So awareness, who they are. Interest would be, okay, well, who you are, but you're offering something different or yeah. some reason. So that would be them clicking on Which is on also ad. persuasion, which again is a whole topic in itself that we can do another podcast episode on. But yeah, like persuading tactics that will get people to kick that button. Yeah. That so, using the right copy and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So awareness, who you are, interest, or well, what you're offering that's different that actually captures their interest, makes them want to learn a bit more. And then the next bit was... So the next bit is desire. Desire. So this is when they go through to wherever it is that you're sending them. So in your case, you just described a landing page. So a landing page, for anybody yeah. that doesn't understand that terminology, if you don't mind me just explaining, yeah. is a web page. is a specific web page on your website where they're actually, they're actually landing page software companies yeah. that you can just use their landing pages where you've created this page this web page that has some kind of maybe offer or compelling message right? yeah so it's a compelling message and that's what creates the desire um and as lee said it's a landing page it can be called a lead page um the, the two are used interchangeably um and there's really only one thing for the the person to do so they're either going to leave or they're going to Put their details in or even click to make a purchase there and then depending on the strength of your your lead page um, um, or landing page and what you want them to do yeah so it could be a uh, going back to the hairdresser analogy you've create, created the bits and they've landed on the page and so like, maybe it's you've got the, the latest most sophisticated shampoo that's only available in your like yeah village or whatever yeah. right yeah so it's like, but you've only got 20 of them yeah. or whatever it is. So if you want to be one of the lucky people to get the 20, then, and so you're just hyping up that. And it doesn't that. even need to be as exclusive as that. You know, it could just be that you've got a, a new stylist in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so you, you want to celebrate that. So you're offering, um, you know, 10% off or 20% off haircuts for, for the next week. Sign up here. Um, yeah, well, well, if it's a service-based industry, you only have so many slots available, yeah. right? You only have so much time in a day, exactly, so yeah. it could be like booking up fast. Yeah, or, or get on the waiting list, or a launch party, or any number of things. But yeah. you're you're getting them to do something, and most of the time, that is going to be giving them giving you their email address. Um, but again, depending on the strength of your offer, it could be that they're actually going to make a purchase. Um, an example of of making a purchase, which is quite a popular funnel. Um, is a free plus shipping. You, you see it quite often where um, there'll be a book or, or an ebook sometimes, but normally a, a book book um, that is free. Um, if you put your email address, they'll send you the book, but you've just got to pay the shipping, which is normally like $5 or $7 or something. Yeah, and size. the cost of the book is actually built into the cost the of the shipping. shipping. Yeah, um, so that's that's quite a, a common funnel. And we'll, we'll come on to a term called funnel hacking later, which is actually reverse engineering other people's funnels. And that's, that's what you see a lot of these uh, free plus shipping offers. So that's your desire. Um, and then the action is obviously what action they take. So yeah. as I say, they're gonna put their email address in or they're gonna purchase, or um, it, it could even be as simple as like leaving you a review if that's something that you're wanting people to do. So it's whatever action you want them to take, your call to action. Um, so that that's your ADA, and that's what you often see in, in marketing in general. You're looking like you want to say something. <laughs> yeah, I do. We've been married a long time. Yes. I do. All I was going to say was, um, if you're listening to that and you're listening to that explanation, you might be thinking to yourself, well, okay, yeah, well, I get all of that. I do kind of that kind of stuff, right? The reason why it's important to understand each section of that is because it, by tweaking the A or the I or the D or yeah. the A, you'll get different results, right? Yeah. So if you, you tweak your your awareness piece, that could have a massive 
impact on your conversion rates at the other side, how many people buy or whatever it is. So you have to break, eat, eat, concentrate on each section independently. Yeah. And that's the trick with marketing and funnels, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's it's understanding that everything is siloed, basically, yeah. and and has uh, has its own results. It does, but they all fit together. Like, they, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of my bugbears with people in marketing, you know, people that have come to us for help and said, you know, how, how do I fix this, is that they've done one thing, but they've not realised that that connects to that thing and they're yeah. not talking to each other properly or they're not complementing each other. And, yeah, you and, have to have a very holistic approach. Yes, they've, you know, they've got an expert in to do this bit and then a different expert to do this bit and the yeah. two aren't meeting each other. So, yeah. sorry, that's just my little bugbear. That's, I'll get off my soapbox this time. Yeah, yeah. it's rare, you get on it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your ADA, but in funnels there's two more steps. Um, and that is retention um, and repeat action or, or creating an ambassador. Um, so the retention part is you've got somebody through your the first four steps of your funnel, they've taken an action, they've given you their email address most likely, or they've even made a purchase. And then you, you want to retain that person. So if they've given you your email address, you want to keep them happy and keep them interested because you're going to push them into other funnels or you know, you're going to create a conversation with them. and. Um, and build them up as a, as a customer. You might bring them into your Facebook group or whatever it is you want to do with them. But that's that's the retention part. You've, you've done the hardest bit. You've got their interest. You've got them to click and say, yeah, I'm interested in what you do or I like your product or service. And now you want to keep them interested. And so that's the retention. You're looking like you want to say something again. Yeah, I was, all I was going to say is um, if you haven't already listened to those two episodes. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, the, that is What episode numbers they were? So episode 56 and 62. Yeah, you should uh, certainly do that after this because what it does, what we discuss in those two episodes is how many times you have to communicate with somebody yeah. before they even actually take any action. So even though they've shown some interest, like they've given you their email address, you can often, it, it's often easy to feel like, oh, well, I'm getting all these people opting into stuff, but nobody's responding to me. And we used to have this conversation yeah. with franchisees, right? Franchisees would say to us, they're asking me for what, for my prices and packages. They're asking me for my services. I respond and I don't hear anything back. And they get all quite affronted, don't yeah, they? And, yeah. and we, we would explain to them, look, chill. Yeah. <laughs> it might take several emails, several pieces of information before they come back to you. And the amount of times we would see customers take ages before they actually come back yeah. to us loads of pieces of content so listen to those previous episodes episodes uh, 56 and 62 it's 56 and 62 and it'll help give you some perspective of how many times you actually have to communicate with someone before they actually even respond to you and this is where you need to be really careful as well because um i was actually approached by a journalist recently who was doing a story on um like a course um, you know, charlatans, basically, right, people, yeah, yeah. people that um, are selling all these uh, get-rich-quick schemes um, and, you know, had I ever been a victim of any of this stuff and was I prepared to blow the, the whistle on people? And I had been a victim of, of this kind of stuff, but not, I wouldn't say out-and-out out con people. If you listen to, again, one of our episodes called Are You a Course Junkie? I don't know the number of that one. Um, but they we, we talked about how people um, can sell you these kind of dreams. Like, you know, I made... 200,000 in three weeks doing this and then you go oh cool I'll go and do that and it's not that they're out and out fake promises a lot of the time it's just that these people have got a different story they've already got an audience or, or whatever it is so in in getting someone through what I'm, what I'm saying is getting someone through your your top funnel is yes very is, is difficult and important but you don't want to throw loads of over promises there because mm. then you're going to lose them at the retention level and it was all a waste of time yeah um so you've got to be a realistic in your funnel um and then really over deliver in the retention part because that's how you get raving fans which then become your last section which is your ambassador and if you do this all brilliantly, you've got this wonderful circle where people yeah. just keep coming back to you and they bring more people in and you, you just, that's how you build a, an audience of raving fans. Yeah, I think courses, business strategies, all of those types of things um, are so uh, at the mercy of the, the person who's bought it mm. or doing it, um, is ability to commit and be disciplined about its delivery. Mm. Like there's... Because, I mean, we've seen so many cases of people buying courses and they go, oh, this is going to be the thing that I do and it's going to change my life. And it would. It absolutely would if they did it as consistently as the person that created the stuff did. And um, we've seen it with people that have done trading courses, people have done 
like marketing courses and all of this membership courses, yeah, all yeah. this stuff. And it goes back to that course addict uh, yeah, exactly. thing where people just buy it and they think, okay, it's almost like putting on a new suit, right? Now I'm ready. Now I'm, now I'm, it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. You, you know, you've got to, the, a big part of doing that stuff is the action that yeah. you take, consistent action. But if, 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 if you're the seller of this, you know, if, you're, if your funnel is just about getting somebody onto your emailing list, um, mm. you know, just a very basic funnel, um, but you're telling people in that landing page that, you know, you're going to send them weekly tips on a Monday yeah. to do X, Y, and Z. You better bloody send them those weekly tips on a Monday because you know that that's how you're going to retain the customer yeah. and you've got to deliver value. Otherwise, you're, you're as I say, you're not going to get your ambassadors and you're constantly going to be needing to fill your funnel with paid traffic and new people all the time, which is way harder than than yeah, retaining someone exactly. So and even when someone doesn't, so I have people that email me regularly, whether they be business coaches, people that have launched books or. Other people that we know in business that have that, and they'll regularly email me, um, because I'm in their funnel, yeah. and I'll see their name pop up in my thing, and they'll yeah. be pushing their next. Like somebody recently was saying, I'm launching this consultancy. Like I'm going to be working with a handful of people, and yeah. I'd like you to be as part of that. And then I could clearly see I was in their marketing yeah. funnel, and yeah, I kept yeah. pushing. I had no interest in being part of that group because it's it's just not for me yeah. at this time, but. They're top of mind for me. Yes, absolutely. Like somebody else, thing. Yeah, yeah, somebody else that I speak to that I think that might be useful for them. Yeah. I'll recommend them, even though I haven't opened their emails, 100%. I haven't done anything. 100%. They're still, they're still going to be there. I've got like nine or ten people in my inbox that are always there. You know, yeah. I, I won't unsubscribe because I like their stuff. I don't read half of their stuff because yeah. I just don't have time. But if but I know what they specialize in. Yeah. And whenever I want to do something along those lines, or I'm looking for expertise along those lines, or as you say, to recommend it, I, I search their name in my e- email yeah. and then go through some of their more recent emails. Like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Facebook ad specialist or, or a, I don't know, persuasion specialist yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wonder what they've got to say on this topic and if they're offering anything at the moment. Yeah. And I'll go back through. So, so don't, you know, don't think that, your lurkers, we like to call them lurkers, aren't listening to you and aren't in, engaged to a certain extent. It's just we all of us have too much being thrown at us on a daily basis. We do, and, it, and it's, yeah, I, I think we get too obsessed with open rates, click-through rates, conversion rates on sales sometimes. And in that, it's like we assume that, every, so for example, an email open rate, uh, a good email open rate is 25%, I think mm. it is, isn't it, or something like that? So if you're sending out, a load of emails, only 25, if you're getting 25% of them being open, then great. The assumption you might make is, well, 75% of them clearly aren't interested. Yeah. That's not right. No. Yeah, that 25 will will move throughout your audience, that 25%. On any given day. It's not the same people all the time. Never the same people. And the other 75% might be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm definitely going to, when I get a moment, I might have a read of that. And Well, they say, so you you might be listening to to this and thinking, my God, that sounds like hard work and and that, you know, that's not for me. And and don't get me wrong, it's not easy. um, And I'll go through some things to make it easier in a moment. But um, it is so worth it. If you can get people on your email list or just generally as a, as a fan of yours, you know, they, they regularly listen to your podcast or, or connect with you in a group or whatever it is that they, they go somewhere where they regularly consume your content. Those people, the stats are something like for every pound you spend on those people, they're worth 30 pounds to you. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's really huge. Wow. So when you launch something new, they're the ones that are going to be the first to take it up and recommend it to other people, etc. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading, um, Jeff, what's the book launch? Jeff. Uh, uh, oh gosh. Um, Oh, I can't think. I can't think of his name. We'll put it. We'll put it in the. The links. book's called Launch. Yeah. Uh, and it's by some guy called Jeff. He's awesome. <laughs> I have no <laughs> oh, idea what his surname is. No, that's going to annoy me now. It'd be no, awful I... if his name isn't Jeff as well. <laughs> it's like Dave or something. <laughs> no, I'll put it in the in the comments. Yeah, but he t- he um, I he popped up on my radar because his whole thing was about launching, yeah, building yeah. a list, and then quit and building well, a whole He does it over thing. and over, doesn't he? Yeah, and he makes an absolute fortune doing yeah. these strategies. And um, yeah, engaging a list, and, and it's all about, his whole strategy is all about marketing funnels. And if you actually look at, I mean, there's, some people like to be quite contrary, and like some marketers like to be quite contrary and say, 
the funnels are dead and all this kind of stuff and they and they say this is the new strategy and it's like hang on that's just another form yeah, of funnel yeah it's still a type of funnel absolutely yeah, yeah. so i'm sorry i've got to look it up it's, are you looking it's at driving it me crazy i am um, i will find it yeah you'll never find it I will, of course yeah, I will. And we'll just have the, oh no, there it is. Jeff Walker. There Jeff you go. Walker, you I got the yeah. Jeff. <laughs> it's a great book. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I will it, put a link in the in the in the uh, show notes. On yeah, Entrepreneurs. I mean, we currently as uh, this is episode seventy six, and this is first uh, of Feb. It is yeah. today, and we currently don't ask anybody as smiling entrepreneurs. As of today, we don't ask anybody for any emails or anything like that. This is there um, is an opt-in on the website. But yeah, but we don't really push that no, strategy or anything like that. that. But we yeah. certainly, like being completely upfront, we absolutely will be doing that in the future. Um, primarily because there's something about email that keeps that keeps you top of mind. There's a there's a over and above every other platform. And yeah. we've talked about that. Well, in it's previous... also yours. Yeah. That, that's the key difference with all of this. You know, as Lee joked, I mean, it's, it's a semi-joke because it's true, but I'm loving Clubhouse and lots of entrepreneurs are talking about how valuable it is for your business, but it's still a social media platform. You know, mm-hmm. I could I could build up all sorts of kudos in this new platform and loads of connections and blah, 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 and they could turn it off tomorrow. Yeah, they could kick you out. Exactly. Down. So you, you have, email is the only thing you own. Absolutely the only thing you own. Yeah. And when someone has given you their email, they understand, we all understand that there is value in that thing. That You don't give somebody your email unless you, you think, okay, what they're going to send me, I want. Yeah. And and when you no longer want it, you often will unsubscribe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, email is definitely the way forward to cultivate a fan base. And everything yeah. else. Still today, even even though a lot of marketers will talk about, oh, there's this new strategy over here and this new thing yeah. over there, and email's dead and all this kind of stuff. It's like no, it's not. It's one of if anything, it's probably stronger than ever. Yes, it is. I- they are beginning to bring in text messages and numbers in the states so because of WhatsApp and the text messaging platform. But they're still very throwaway, mm-hmm. I think. Text message and WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff yeah. is very... I see those things as, as aspects of a conversation, yeah. whereas an email is, is a standalone thing. It's, it's like a, a blog. You can explain yeah. a lot more and give a lot more value. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we won't go too, into it too much detail in this episode because this is about funnels. And again, you should look at the two the episodes. Previous ones. Yeah, they, they go into emails more. You're going to remember them, yeah. 56, 62. There we go, 56, 62. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, funnels, to, to recap, they're effective, they're automated, and they're measurable. That's one of the, the key thing is that you can you can measure, as Lee mentioned, each stage is important. And you can really see in a clear funnel where things are falling over, mm. um, which stage isn't quite right, which stage is a bit wonky and you need to do some adjusting. Um, and the way you do that, so this this all sounds very complicated, and it is, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's not easy. Whenever we build funnels, I do have to get my thinking hat on and really yeah. kind of sit down and draw it out is a great way to do it, you know, with a whiteboard or something and kind of really put the, your arrows. It's very abstract, people. isn't it? It is, it's, yeah. There's, yeah. Very strategy Until there. you've done a few of them, it doesn't make a lot of sense at no. first. But there are some great tools out there that do it all for you. Mm. And um, and they do the landing page building as well. So they've tried loads and loads and loads of um, you know methods as to what kind of like journey your customer takes down the page. So whether your text should be on this side and your pictures on that side. So they have templates. Mm. So you just choose one that you like and then obviously you're just plugging in your pictures and your text. So there are very much kind of point and click um, things that can help you. I will put all these links on Smiling Entrepreneurs, but they are click funnels, groove funnels, lead pages, unbounce, and Kajabi is slightly different because it's a membership base, but it also does do the, the whole landing page journey. Yeah, Kajabi is well. quite complicated if you've never used anything like that before. Yeah, well, so is ClickFunnels, to be honest. Um, I sometimes get muddled <laughs> with ClickFunnels. My personal favourite is lead pages, but, so easy, it, but yeah. it is very much a personal thing. And do try them because they, they all give free trials. Yeah. They all give, like I think, quite long free trials, like 30 days. So you can really go in there and have a play with what works for you. Um, before you need to make a purchase. So I, I really find it a personal preference. Because yeah. ClickFunnels, I mean, I love um, Russell Brunson's stuff, big fan of him and his company, but I actually find ClickFunnels a little bit difficult yeah. to use. I prefer lead pages and unbounce. So it is really Yeah, it's a just very... different UX, isn't it? Yeah. So different user experiences will 
like for each will resonate with different absolutely people. yeah it's really and i find that with all software you know it's very mm-hmm. much a personal thing so so yeah i'll put all the links on the site do have a play um because they will really help you so there's also um oh, oh i'll go back to funnel hacking sorry there if you uh funnel hacking is is reverse engineering a, a funnel so if you've clicked on somebody's advert on mm-hmm. uh, facebook because they've got your attention why has it got your attention you know take a screenshot and analyze that advert what is it that spoke to you that made you think oh i'm interested in that and click um then where did it take you analyze that that page yeah and again if you've put your email address in they've done something right so what compelled you to put the email address in was was it the offer was it the social proof, you know, the testimonials that that person's got on that page? What was it that you thought, oh, yeah, I really, I resonate with that and I'm going to give them my email? Yeah, and it can be as simple as a page layout. Yeah, like that's, the colours, whatever yeah, it is. We, we noticed with our Smiley Booth Photo Booth hire, we have certain landing pages in there. And we noticed that just by adjusting where a paragraph sits, instead of being following on to this part of the page, it sat on that part of the page and the button was moved up slightly, suddenly our conversion rates on that page jumped. Yeah. And it's just tiny little things. And it's what it's what the big boys obsess about yeah, in yeah. their marketing strategies. And and the advantage of using things like lead pages and stuff like that is they, they often will give you the most the highest converting type page yeah. to have a play with. But yeah, funnel hacking is a great way of going, okay, well, why am I responding in the way I am yeah. to this piece of marketing? And look at your competitors. What's working Charging. for them? You know, what, what, um, what's their process? And look at some of the big boy stuff as well. You know, um, look at like Tesla and Apple. At what point are they asking for you to put in an email address? Um, mm. It's quite popular with them to do like, Tesla, for example, does, um, you can't see their videos on a latest car right. uh, or launch or whatever um, until you put your email address in. Oh, really? And then once you've watched the video, you get like pop-ups with offers for, um, you know, registering your details to be on the waiting list and stuff like that. So it's, um, it, you can definitely learn lessons. I know they're very different from small business, but you can certainly learn the process. From these. So just on a random note, I've just, it's just popped in my head because you said Tesla. It's no coincidence that Elon Musk was on a, that platform oh, no, yesterday and a few days ago they launched Absolutely. the new yeah. Model S. 100%. And um, you should, if you're somebody who's isn't, who's listened to this thing, well, I don't want, I, I'm a bit of an introvert. I don't like doing too much in the way of marketing. That's for other people to do. And maybe when my business gets big enough, I'll pay somebody to do this and all this kind of stuff. So like, look at Elon Musk. Like, mm. I know he had a load of money. Like, he did really well. But I'm talking about... He's an introvert, right? He's a massive introvert. And yet he's got a history of just putting himself out there for content constantly, all the time, because he recognises that the only way people are going to engage with his business is if he's out there banging that drum constantly. Well, that's the awareness and the interest part. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, this... Uh, a podcast like we do is an a, awareness of a, a topic or of us or whatever mm. it is. You're, you're putting the awareness out there and then if people are interested, they will start to engage with your stuff. Yes. Um, and a paid advert does the same thing. It just depends, you know, whether you've got the money for a paid advert or whether that's the route you want to go. Um, you know, and really both work together is the yeah. best way you, you should ever do it is, is have kind of 50-50 of, of both of those things. But um, but yeah, it's what appeals to you and what works for your business at the yeah. end of the day. You shouldn't think to the great thing about when you start understanding marketing funnels and you start understanding um, marketing as a whole is it takes some of the urgency and the panic out of your sales process. Because when you're, I, I remember the days when I, I quit my job in corporate banking and in 2012, and I remember being really excited. I left the office on a Friday afternoon and I was thinking, Oh my god! I get like 40, 50 hours back from next week, and <laughs> yeah, and that's I, another myth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I remember sitting at, at our dining room table on the following Monday with my laptop and going, "Bugger! Yeah. What do I? Do? I need to make a sale today, yeah, and not yeah. having a clue. Yeah, like because suddenly all the activity about inquiries and sales was happening around my forty to fifty hour work week, so it felt like I was really busy. Now I suddenly have forty to fifty hours back in my work week, the same level of inquiries were happening, but there was this big gap of 40, 50 <laughs> yeah. hours that I had to fill. And that's, so it created this pressure and this sense of urgency around sales. Well, we had and, the same thing with, with Say It this yeah. year. You know, um, 
just because we know all this stuff, we knew it in a very specific industry. You know, we knew it in the events industry. Yeah. And then when the events industry gets completely turned on its head um, and we're all pivoting to, you know, virtual events and online, one, all that messaging changes anyway. Um, so we have to kind of deal that, re redo all our funnels in that industry. Um, but with Say It, that was a, that's a software product. That's not something we're used to. So no. we're learning a whole new language of how to get interest, how to get awareness, how to yeah. get that desire for people to want to buy our product and how to communicate it. My God, we have struggled with that, haven't we? Yeah. It, to us, it, uh, sorry, for those that haven't heard us before, Say It is our... Um, video platform which is uh it gives you a see i'm not even communicating now so, yeah, i was i was um, listening waiting for you. my point yeah um is <laughs> yeah i was waiting for you to describe it in the eight words that amanda fitzgerald says i have done that i've forgotten it now though so uh, a software to create i don't know if it's eight words software to create meaningful like, to create and collect meaningful video <laughs> stuff content i can't get the word i will do this for tomorrow's podcast yeah anyway. yeah we did make a promise to amanda that we yes. would do it but anyway can i explain what it is now you've interrupted me absolutely uh, so. it's it's a video platform that you can create content um and collect videos and send them as a gift to people like a group video montage to us that sounds really simple but as you can see, <laughs> we're really bad at explaining it. So yeah, we've had to learn all these kind of communication techniques and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, but we've understood that that has to be there has to be the donkey work that comes from us in terms of building relationships, picking up the phone, doing yeah. all that oh, stuff yeah, with people. But uh, alongside that, there has to be the system yeah. building as yeah, well, yeah. and and that also reaches out because and the system generation, funnel building, and all that kind of stuff. That's a longer term plan. Like that, that takes a little while to kick in and for you to test and work out and everything else. Uh, but back in the day, back in 2012, um, I, I, we had no concept of sy the, the yeah, system stuff very well. So we, were, we had a very small idea, yeah. but not, as, not to the understanding we have today. And, um, and I remember just sitting there going, I need to make a sale. Yeah, I yeah. need to speak to somebody and had no idea and, and how to do it. And... Yeah, so you absolutely, as a business owner, you need to be working on two channels all the time. What can you do today, directly, yeah. personally, to influence a sale, bid, a relationship, or whatever it is, raise a profile of your business? And what can your business systems do through marketing funnels, marketing channels, and everything else to also do that? And then eventually, those systems will completely overtake anything that you can do personally. They will, but you'll always be doing that new idea thing won't you and yeah, then yeah. bringing in another system so it's yeah. just all kind of building blocks to, yeah, yeah. To, to grow the business further so um there's loads of help out there on on funnels um you know as i said the click funnels um russell brunson like plethora of um just learning material is is fantastic well, his books are great he, yeah his, his books are very good um this they can go over your head sometimes because they're the they can be very in depth, but they but they are brilliant. Um, but there's lots of other stuff as well. There's um, lots of websites where you can just kind of um, digest other people's funnels. They give examples of you know big funnels and how the big boys have done it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just kind of Google on that. I'll, I'll put some more links on Smiling Entrepreneurs as well. But um, it's a it's a fascinating, very in depth topic. I think probably we will launch a product on it at some point. Um, yeah. To kind of break it down for people. Yeah, it's what it does. The most I suppose the most important takeaway from this episode when it comes to understand what funnels are is it allows you to be really analytical about your process like yeah. what how are people finding you and what are they seeing that engages them or does or switches them off and and what and it, it gives you more levers in your business instead yeah. of you feeling like you're completely helpless and you can't influence the change it's like no quite the opposite it gives you so many tools in your army where you're like okay it looks great here but just Further down here, we're just losing people. Why are we losing people? And you obsess about that one little piece. It's yeah, like, yeah. right, let's just tweak that and sit back and watch and see what happens. And it's the most rewarding thing in the world <laughs> when you get a funnel that works brilliantly. Yeah. Because going back to what we've said in previous episodes, where if you get a marketing funnel that works well for your business, it completely transforms your business. Mm -hmm. It takes you from being somebody that owns a job so suddenly you're a business owner and you are just working out how to put more systems in because all you need to do is put more money at the top of the funnel mm. and you get a load of chunk of change at the bottom. Yeah. That's 
that's the beauty of sell, uh, of marketing funnels and sales. There things. is a word of caution on that, though. I mean, if you're listening to this and and um, you know, you're, you're quite familiar with funnels, and you're yeah, yeah, I know all of this stuff, and and I've already got a, a funnel. That's what most people do. They build a funnel. Exactly. But you literally need it for every tiny little piece of your business because that, that piece of your business is speaking specifically about that piece or yeah. or to a certain audience or to a subsection of a certain audience. And you should have hundreds of funnels. Um, and, you sh- and they should all be feeding into each other as well. Yeah. You know, when a customer... Um, completes this funnel, they're put into the next one, and it should be a, a very um, interconnected, it all linked um, kind of ecosystem. Well, that was a mistake we made with Smiley Booth, Photos Absolutely, Hire. Yeah. So, with our other, so we have Say It, if it's the first episode you'll listen to, we have the Say It uh, business, and we also have Smiley Booth, Photo Booth Hire business, um, which we franchised across the UK and into Europe. Um, but when we started there, and we were building, and we became aware of sales funnels and everything else we built our first set of sales funnels it was kind of a one-size-fits-all funnel right everybody that engaged with the business we were like oh they just want a photo booth for their event so the way we would communicate and treat that inquiry was all around have a photo booth for your event and because a vast majority of it back then a good percentage of those inquiries were weddings a lot of the way we would communicate was around weddings or that type of event but we were entirely alienating our corporate clients yeah. who would inquire with us and say, like, Adidas or McDonald's or yeah, whoever, yeah. who would inquire. And they'd be like, oh, these guys are obviously just into weddings. Yeah, Not right yeah. for us. And we'd lose them before we even got a chance to speak to them because they Absolutely. came into the funnel. So we then realized that, wow, we need the funnel to be really quite sophisticated and talk to every single niche. Like, we might get involved... like. One minute you could get someone ask us for it to be at a children's party or a bar mitzvah, and the next minute you could have Nike contact us and yeah. say, I need you a, a, a marketing launch. And you can't send the same response to both no, people. Absolutely You'd not. alienate, you'd yeah. alienate one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, you, you can get marketing fatigue as well. Mm. Um, so you, you say if you get a, a funnel that works, it is great, but it's not going to work forever. No, um, you know, you, which you, doesn't make sense to me. I've never understood that. <laughs> I think it worked for us longer than most because we have a new um, cycle of customers all the time in, right, in terms okay. of the wedding businesses side because people are getting married all the time. So it's, it's like anybody that deals with like uh, new babies. Right, you know, yeah, they've got yeah. a, a constant cycle of it, it, there's a new pool of customers. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's why ours worked for a couple of years because normally they've got a shelf life of a few months. Yeah, well, um, more than a couple of years. They've been for a long time. Yeah, um, ours worked. Um, but as I say, I think that's because we're, we have the unique, what what is often a problem is that we've got a new pool of customers all the time because we're always having to market. But in that scenario, it's a strength. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, if, if, you've, um, if you've got a similar pool of customers all the time, then you do get marketing fatigue where people just, they, they don't notice the advert anymore or mm-hmm. they don't notice because they've seen it. And it, it's just it's like when you walk into your lounge and everything's in the same place, you don't think, oh, there's my chair, there's my sofa. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's just there. You don't notice it. And it's the same with advertising. Yeah. So you do need to change it up. Agreed. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, that's funnels. And next week we will do follow-up because the power is in the follow-up. It is. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So have a good day all. That was episode uh, I don't know. 75. <laughs> no, it was 76. Oh, Jesus. Ah, you did it this time. Okay. Need another coffee. See you tomorrow. Have a good day.